Previously on Vultures. So yeah, we got in a skirmish at the Detective Union of Ireland AGM. The boss woman Deirdre Dupin set security on us. I shout scatter, we scattered, and then we stumbled upon the dead body of Master Detective Basil Maguire. Everyone up to speed, yeah? Sound. I'm Janine Drew, and I'll be narrating Episode 5, The Walking Corpse Confusion. I want every room checked, especially the secret ones. Deirdre, believe me, VPI have had it in for me for years. Well, if we can prove that they caused that fracas in the lobby, then I'll be suspending them from the Detective Union of Ireland post-haste. Now Deirdre Dupin wanted us gone from her detective gathering. Probably a bad time for us to find a dead lad in fairness. Look, McGrain, remember what Basil himself used to tell us when he was training us? Vulture and McGrain, my boys, remember this much. There are three basic things that make up a murder mystery. A corpse, a motive, and a killer. Corpse, motive, killer. Splendid. Somebody killed Basil for a reason. Exactly. So here's how we started. We go down to the lobby, tell murder what happened, he called the guards, sorted. Niall, if we raise the alarm, the killer may flee. Lads, we hide the body. What? what? We hide Basil's corpse somewhere, we track down the killer before they either kill again or, I don't know, walk out the door. We can't just stuff a dead man in the cupboard while we go off mystery solving. He's dead, Tennyson. Sure, what else would he do? Lads, we've just been embarrassed in front of the rest of the Irish detective industry. We need to stall the corpse, find the killer and prove ourselves. Also, McGrain just puked on the corpse, so forensically we are a bit screwed. I'm so sorry. I could see in Vulture and McGrain's eyes that they were coming around to me plan. I just needed to give them that one little nudge. And who better to solve Basil Maguire's murder than his two greatest students? Oh, thanks, Janine. It makes so much sense. Thanks very much. You're right, Janine. We owe it to poor Basil. Okay, I'll go along with it, but I'll probably have that slightly constipated looking uncertain grimace on my face for the rest of the evening. That's all right, lad. You're still sound. Let's seduce. How did Basil die? Hmm, well, there's a slight smell of ammonia, old spice, and vomit. That's mine. I know. Tennyson, what surveillance gear do you have? Four walkie-talkies, two bugs, dictaphone and iPhone? Divvy up the walkies, get that dictaphone recording, and you have the fingerprint snap in your iPhone. Oh, it was too expensive. Angry Birds? Yeah. You need to get your priorities straight, lad. Okay, so where do we stash the body? Is he carrying his room key? Um, done sort of Valley Cup card for Roche wrappers, no phone, no wallet. Maybe he was robbed. Oh, look, room key! All right, let's prop him up. Prop him up. We need to make him look like he's alive, but legless drunk. Very good, Janine. Well, sure, Tennyson and McGrain picked up Basil's body and carried it out of the room. It was like that film, Weekend at Bernie's. Did any of you ever see that film, Weekend at Bernie's? Here, lads, did you ever see that film, Weekend at Bernie's? No. no. Oh. I never saw it, but I had many a fine weekend supping Beamish and Kinsale with me cousin Bernie be the Janie. And with that, the sleazy gumshoe Jimmy Kolchak revealed himself. He was once the most famous detective on both sides of the River Lee, but his career's in bits because he recently got caught in a horsemeat trading rap. He was like most Cork men, arrogant, shrill and drinking a pint of Beamish. All right, boys. All right, Bjorn. Anyone for a slug of Beamish? Get that filth away from me. What happened to Basil? Few too many shandies, was it? <laughs> oh, whatever about shandies, Coljack. This man is sick and we need to get him somewhere that is not here. Tis a far cry from the great detective he used to be. Back in the day I heard tell that Maguire could drink 40 lashes of porter and still the juice unaided. And look at him now. He's like an old walking corpse, ha? Huh? Coljack's comments rattled the lads. So much so they dropped the corpse face first on the ground. Oops, a daisy. Uh, no, the one that's one too many. You know that yourself, Kojak? <laughs> <laughs> he should have stuck to a few pints of Beamish. Huh? Are you sponsored by Beamish or something? Uh, taste the cork. And off Jimmy Kojak went, sipping his pint of Beamish as he did. Outside Maguire's room there was a hotel maid. Is Mr. Maguire okay? Uh, to be honest with you, ma'am, 
He didn't know the one that was one too many. (laughs) 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 She seemed happy enough with that. Anyways, likes. Just as we got him into his room, we heard Deirdre Dupin's voice come over to Tanoi, or whatever you call it, the intercom likes. But for old hotels, whatever that's called. Vulture private investigations. Please report to the lobby in order to be ejected. Bad buzz likes. Basil's room looked very clean, as if he barely had time to settle in. I would have fleeced that mini bar straight away. Anyways, we thought long and hard about how we would arrange his body. Okay, we pop him in a pair of pyjamas, lie him in bed, put sunglasses on his face and make it look like he's reading a newspaper. And that's exactly what we did. It looks so lifelike. So lifelike. Unreal idea, McGrain. Thank you both, thank you. I used to sculpt. What's our next step? Friends, a murder mystery has materialised in Wisteria Lodge and I think it's perfectly clear that we need to draw up a list of suspects. But who would possibly want to kill Basil Maguire? To be continued in the next episode of Vultures. This programme is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.